Bawani from the A. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 31st of March 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. On Friday the 25th, Peter Obi joined the race to become the nominee of the People's Democratic Party, PDP, and run for president in next year's elections. Obi was the vice presidential candidate of the PDP in the 2019 elections. The caucus to decide who will be the PDP's candidate in the presidential elections will be held on the 28th of May. The frontrunners include Obi, Atiku, the presidential candidate of the party in 2019, and Tumbuwal, the governor of Sukkot State. The ruling political party is also making plans for the elections. The All Progressives Congress appointed a new chairman to the party at the National Convention on Saturday the 26th. President Buhari asked six out of the seven candidates to withdraw from the race so that his favorite, Senator Adamu, got elected. Thus, Adamu was selected by consensus after the other candidates stepped down on Friday the 25th. The candidates wrote a letter announcing their withdrawal. Probably they agreed to step down because they think Buhari will give them some political appointments as a reward. The vote to decide who is the presidential candidate of the party in the 2023 elections will be held in May. Speaking of candidates, let's talk about the candidates for the FIFA World Cup. Ghana will be one of the five African countries at the FIFA World Cup, as Nigeria unfortunately crashed out in the qualifying fixtures that were held on Friday the 25th in Ghana and on Tuesday the 29th in Nigeria. The Nigerian fans were angry at the result and rioted at the stadium after the match. The riots forced the Ghanaian players who were celebrated off the pitch. Citizens also took to Twitter to express their disappointment with the hashtags Qatar and hashtag Nigeria trending. Ademola Lukman posted on his Instagram account his excitement at playing his first game for the Nigerian team. The Leicester City player made his debut on the national team on Friday the 25th against Ghana. He was on the bench for most part of the match, but was introduced in the 74th minute to replace Moses Simon. On that note about football players, former Manchester United retired football players Patrice Evra visited Lagos on Saturday the 25th to support an initiative to help unprivileged children. The social initiative called Chess in Slums is a non-for-profit organization that uses chess as a way of promoting education among children from unprivileged communities and to connect them with better educational opportunities. The ex-footballer played chess and took pictures with the kids. He trended on Twitter during the weekend after he posted his excitement of visiting the country. On Friday the 25th, the federal government said it plans to fully vaccinate 50% of eligible citizens by the end of June. A month ago, the government announced a mass coronavirus vaccination campaign. Health workers would occasionally visit public places like churches, mosques, and the market so people could get vaccinated. The authorities also urged religious leaders to encourage members to get vaccinated. However, the country is still a long way from the target. The Primary Healthcare Development Agency reported that up to the 21st of March, only 10% of citizens had been vaccinated. Speaking of COVID, on Wednesday the 30th, the federal government said that the use of face masks in public is now optional. Some more news on health. On Thursday the 24th, at a healthcare summit in the capital city, Abuja, the head of the primary healthcare department said that in the next 10 years, the healthcare system in the country will need an investment of about 3 trillion naira, approximately $7 billion. 
in order to fix the facility's infrastructure, improve the quality of the services provided, and its medical equipment. Vice President Osibanjo calls for the support of the private sector in providing the funds, since the government's money alone will not be able to cover everything it needed. Also speaking at the summit, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation country director said that Nigeria can boost the healthcare sector by expanding medical care programs, increasing funding for primary healthcare, and promoting transparency in the management of funds. The foundation also confirmed its commitment to offer support in boosting the healthcare sector. Private equity firm Roar, brought an undisclosed stake in one of the largest pharmaceutical chains in the country, Medplus, on Wednesday the 30th. Medplus said it will use the funds to expand the number of stores it has in the country, it currently has about 80, and to improve e-commerce operation. Y Combinator, an American acceleration program for startup companies, released a list of companies that were selected for the winner 2022 batch on Tuesday the 29th. The big news is that there were 18 Nigerian startup companies in the batch. Each company will get an investment of $500,000 at the end of the program. To view the full list of the companies selected, check out the link in the show notes. Speaking of startups, Quick Delivery raised $2 million on Thursday the 24th. Quick Delivery provides transportation services that help merchants deliver products to their customers. The fundraise was led by XBTO Ventures and saw that CEOs of Ubisoft and Pulse Africa participate as angel investors. They provided funds for the company in exchange of ownerships. The company said that the funds will be used to expand the other cities beyond Lagos and Abuja and increase the number of merchants that use its platform. On that note about transportation services, the government's trains are not doing so well. On Tuesday the 29th, the Railway Corporation announced a temporary suspension of the rail route between Abuja and Kaduna because a train on the route was attacked by terrorists the day before. The corporation said that they had to shut down the route for the citizens' safety. Also on Tuesday the 29th, the Senate and the House of Representatives transmitted the 44 constitutional amendment bills to the legislative arm of each of the 36 states. For the constitution to be amended in Nigeria, the bill must be first passed by the Senate and the House of Representatives and then by the state legislative body of the at least 24 of the 36 states in the country. Speaking of the state legislative body, on Tuesday the 29th, Charles Saluda, the government of the Anamra state, east of Lagos, sent the state House of Assembly a list of 20 candidates for the state's commissioner post. The nominees have to be approved by the legislature before they can start officially in the cabinet of the government. Saluda also sent a letter requesting the confirmation of 15 nominees for the post of special advisors. Let's close this edition with some news on U.S. visas. On Wednesday the 30th, the U.S. Embassy said applications for visa renewals will not require an interview if certain requirements are met. Candidates can skip the interview if they have previously received a U.S. non-immigrant visa that expired within the last 24 months or that will expire in the next three months from the date of application. Finally, to get a renewal without being interviewed, the applicant should have never been arrested or convicted of any crime or work without authorization or overstayed in the U.S. If all of these requirements are met, the candidate will be simply able to drop their documents at the time of the appointment and pick the visa up when it's ready. Processing times are expected to be up to two months. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We want to talk to you. We want to know what you think about our updates. What do you like or hate about them? What would you change? 
contact us and give us some feedback. We can schedule a call or we can do it by email or you can send us a DM, whatever you want. We really want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast.roarshock.com or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Rorschach Nigeria. Odabur!